Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. That's right, it's me, Joey Valentine, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast, or soon-to-be favorite podcast, or soon-to-be most hated podcast, or you're not listening to podcasts, and no one else is either, that's okay. I'm happy to have you here. It's July the 20th, 2022. Happy Wednesday to you. Took the day off from work today. By today, I mean Tuesday, of course. I had to have my plumbing fixed. Had to have my plumbing worked on. And no, I'm not talking about my ass. I'm talking about my literal, actual house plumbing. I could not get the hot water to stop dripping out of the shower. And all of a sudden, my water bill and my gas bill were double. So uh, I had some guys come in from a local plumbery to plumb, (laughs) whatever, and it cost me $225 for five minutes of work where these two guys came in and basically just put a rubber band inside the little knob that doesn't tighten all the way or whatever. And uh, yeah, $225 fucking dollars. What a racket. But they got here super duper quick, and they came in. They did a great job. And uh, at this point, I would have paid anything because it's it's a it's an investment. I don't know how many months I've been paying way more on my water bill, and I just thought it was you know me using more water. But I'm like, well, no, I shower like once a week, and I never wash my clothes. So I don't know where the hell. Then I finally realized the damn water wasn't shutting off. So that $225 is probably going to save me a couple thousand every year. The joys of being a homeowner, right? They don't tell you this. You know, no one warns you, you know, or maybe they do. I don't know. Nobody ever warned me. I always, my whole life up until this house has been in apartments. And when shit breaks in apartments, somebody else has to fix it. It never costs you a fucking dime. You don't have a lawn to mow. Stove stops working. Okay, guy comes and fixes it, or they just replace the whole thing. Had it happen. Now, you don't have a washer and dryer unless you supply your own, but so what? I used to live in an apartment when I first moved in. The stove stopped working, okay? And they took it and they replaced it. Now, this was a long time ago. I didn't ever know what the cost of appliances are. I had no idea. I mean, if you want, like, a decent washer, you're looking at minimum $600. Stove, same. Refrigerator, forget about it thousand dollars so if your shit stops working i never realized you know it's so funny when you own a home everything seems to stop working and no matter how much more money i keep making like something always breaks you know when i was broke somehow everything worked like when i was making barely any fucking money like i was only working at the skating rink you know 10 years ago minimum fucking wage only working on the weekends Never had a problem with my house for years. Then I get sober. I get a really good job and then shit starts breaking. And then I get another job, my current one, and I'm making twice what I was making and more shit breaks. In the last two months, I've had a plumber. I've replaced the stove, the fridge, the washing machine, 
I, my fucking lawnmower still doesn't work. I can't get anybody to come fix that. So I'm paying Marvin to come over and cut my lawn, which is fine because I don't want to do it anyway. It's 105 degrees every day. I prefer to have someone cut my lawn. But I'm telling you, man, I got these bigger paychecks and I still got no fucking money left over. That's okay. That's okay. Because like, I think I know I'm about to jinx myself, but I think I fixed everything that possibly needs fixing. So yeah, watch when you tune into the Friday show, I'm going to be like, yeah, house burned down or fucking roof caved in lightning struck my scooter and it exploded. So I had to shell out another couple grand to buy a new one. I'm just making light of the whole thing. It's just funny, you know, but it is my house and these are my things. So it's nice. You know, it's actually a great sense of accomplishment. You know, when you're able to shell out a big chunk of money for a shiny metal box. (laughs) I also bought my mom a new air conditioner because it's just too hot and people are getting sick from the fucking heat. And, uh, she needed one. I tell you, you know, what's funny. I like buying stuff for people more than I like buying stuff for myself. That is a God's honest truth. You know, I've said before many times, like I'm simple. I have everything that I could possibly need. You know, the big TV, the Xbox, the king size bed. I don't need anything else. Most of my money gets spent on food. Hence fat guy loves cake. But when I get to buy stuff for other people, it's like just as exciting, if not more for shopping for myself, you know? So when I was getting that air conditioner for her, I was all giddy. I'm like, woo wee. And any of my good friends can attest to the fact that I do randomly send them gifts all the fucking time based on what I know about them, what they like. I sent Casey, my former drummer and my old band, Farewell Nostalgia. He's one of my bestest friends in the world. If you're listening, Casey, I love you. Say hi to Brooke for me. If you're listening, Brooke, hi, I love you. Say hi to Casey for me. Casey was a drummer in my old band. He's very near, dear friend to me. And um, I sent him, I had last year, I made a mug, or not a mug, but a, uh, a tumbler. I had a custom tumbler made. A picture of me and of what else but a speedo, nothing but a speedo and a pair of vans, and I had that uh, I had that custom put on a tumbler for him, and then I, on the other side I had a picture of Casey, and he's making this face like that shocked face. It had nothing to do with me. It's just that I happened to once upon a time catch a picture of Casey making this O face, and I saved it, and I never knew what I was going to do with it until that moment. So I made that tumbler. One side of me is a Speedo, and the other side is Casey making the O-Face. I was very happy about that. But yeah, I love sending shit to people. So much fun. I love sending stuff to A.A. Ron because, well, they're always pranks. Maybe one of these days I'll send him something. But I don't think he deserves anything because he is a hot wife, and he has these beautiful daughters and this perfect life and this awesome house with a pool and... He's always vacationing every weekend, so fuck him. He doesn't get anything. He deserves to get pranked. In fact, if I could, I'd send him, like, a boxed-up pile of Duke. But, you know, the uh, (laughs) the post office would probably figure that one out. That is something they ask you. Is there anything organic in here? I'd be like, "Mm, define organic. (laughs) Sir, this box smells like shit. Yes, and it's for a very special person. Please mail it. I'm just kidding. I love A.A. Ron. I say all the things I say out of jealousy. He does have the perfect life, and I am jealous. You should have seen this guy. When we went to school together, if I could show you a picture of him from when we were in junior high, it should read in a caption underneath, most likely to become a serial killer. 
Like he's got the fucking glasses and everything. He's got this funky bowl cut and those fucking glasses that all serial killers wear. And he looks like a serial killer and he's looking at the camera like a serial killer. And then I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. He grew up and somehow got semi handsome ish. If someone had come to me and said, Aaron is going to have sex, like not have a beautiful wife and have sex. If someone had come to me and said, Aaron's going to have sex before the age of 40 and he's not going to pay for it. I'd have given you any odds, any fucking odds, but you know, it's funny how things turn out sometimes. So I got to making music today. I've had a very sort of productive day. I made a, I, I recorded a whole bunch of songs and I recorded a whole bunch of movie trailers. And I mean, I, uh, someone sent me some movie trailers from Hollywood, you know, my close friends, Goldstein and, uh, <laughs> those guys out in Hollywood, uh, sent me a, a pair of trailers. I'm only going to play one of them for you today, but I actually got to recording some songs. Some of them were funny. Some of them were serious. And then I started writing a song inspired by my ex-wife, you know, the devil. And for the record, if any women are listening and you think I'm some sort of asshole because I call her the devil, let me just say for the record, I never use her name. Nobody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. I've been married twice, so I have never singled either one of them out. It's both of them, but one's way more the devil than the other. But I only call her that because she was extremely abusive. So I want to asterisk this thing about me calling my ex-wife the devil. She was abusive physically hardcore abusive and she had sex with just about every person in the world that wasn't me so that being said i wrote a song about her inspired by her called bitch and in parenthesis it says she's the devil and it was supposed to be a funny song and then i ended up kind of liking it and yeah they wrote a really great little grooving type r&b type song and then the more i sang it the more i tried to make it like serious and then it kind of came out serious. So I was going to play it for you guys. It's only three minutes long. Just let me know what you think. I'm not saying I have a career in R&B coming to me anytime soon. I know that's not possible. But I thought it was a pretty cool song. So I'd like to play it for you. Here it goes. Take your money, take your money. 
So at this point, you're probably bitch, wondering why the bitch, song keeps skipping bitch, and saying bitch. bitch uh, bitch, well, I don't know. I was playing around with some bitch, effects and I used a delay bitch, and it has all these options. And bitch, one of them is that you can make whatever you're delaying delay bitch, up to 30 times. Bitch, so I did a two second delay 30 times bitch, and faded it bitch, and uh, found it to be funnier than probably anyone else is finding it. I think this show is mostly about inside jokes. Like only I get them and, and then maybe some other people, the hardcore listeners will get them or the people they're about. Like when I did the interview with nerds talking, the podcast and I interviewed Johnny, Johnny, butt stuff, <laughs> you know, Johnny, um, uh, I still have not received any feedback from him on the interview with their podcast that I did in the last episode, but it was all in fun. And they, that was a great episode that they did Friday, by the way, guys, if any of you are listening, that was a fantastic episode. And I really dig the dynamic that you guys got with the, and I'm sorry that I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but I will remember it eventually. But yeah, you should definitely keep her around. In fact, it would be a great segment for you guys to constantly quiz her. But yeah, that so that you know that whole interview to the inexperienced listener is going to come off as like a bunch of nonsense, I'm sure. Like unless my listeners are also listening to them, that they don't know how funny that shit is. Or the fact that I've been making Johnny Depp and Amber Heard movie trailers for like 3 months now, and that has developed into more of a thing for myself than anyone else. Like, I don't even care if anyone likes them. I don't care if anyone's laughing. But to me, dude, <laughs> because first of all, every time I do the voice of Johnny Depp, he is Jack Sparrow. And I imagine in real life that he probably talks like that anyway. Like, he never gets out of that character. And the voice of Amber is like this shrill, cockney, English-accented woman. And I know that Amber Heard is American. Somebody asked me, why do you give her an English accent? She's an American actress. I said, I don't know. I said, Johnny always talks like he's English because of Jack Sparrow. And I just started doing her voice in an English voice, and I just couldn't stop. I imagined it came off like way more evil sounding. So I had to add, so I had to make her English. And I can't stop now. But you know, as as you may or may not know, anybody that's new to the show, you know, like I I'm obsessed with making fun of Johnny Depp uh, and Amber Heard's situation because she took a duke in their bed. I mean, that's funny, right? She shit in the sheets. So all of my movie trailers involving Johnny Depp and Amber Heard always circle back around the focus being the shitting in the sheets or shitting on someone or something. 
when I did the very first trailer making fun of that, it was for Pirates of the Caribbean, and I called it something like Curse of the Brown Sheets or Curse of the Bitch that Shit Me Sheets, something like that. And because it's Johnny Depp and he's being Jack Sparrow, everything has to be English. And because he's a pirate, it has to be pirate. So every time I voice Johnny Depp, he's a pirate and he's English. So the very beginning of that trailer, you know, he walks into his bedroom and he goes, me sheets, <laughs> me sheets, you know, instead of my sheets, cause he's pirate me sheets. And I find that to be the absolute funniest fucking thing I've ever done. And every time that I make a trailer, I do that and I'll finish the trailer and I'll mix it down and I'll listen to it. And I'll be like, "Uh uh-huh, that's good, that's funny, that's good. And when it gets to the me sheets part, I fucking just lose my shit laughing at my own stupid fucking recording. Just that part. And I was kind of hoping that it would catch on, but I don't know. Nobody's ever even brought up any of the movie trailers to me. uh, I'll eventually move on. But I need something else big to happen in the news to replace it with. I am uh, slowly progressing towards making a lot more things that involve Johnny Butt stuff. I know it's driving him fucking crazy. I'm hoping it'll uh, inspire him to listen to the show more. Tell other people about it. Hey, have you heard that Fat Guy Loves Cake podcast? They talk about me. They'll be like, what's your name? Oh, I'm Johnny. Oh, you're Johnny Butt stuff? <laughs> I'll make you famous, Johnny. I'll make you famous. I'm going to have fat guy loves cake jerseys made like football jerseys, big slice of cake, fat guy loves cake logo. And then on the back, it's going to say for the last name, butt stuff. (laughs) There'll be exclusive Johnny butt stuff, football jerseys or hockey jerseys or whatever, or t-shirts. I got to find out what number Johnny would wear if he was a sports player. Now starting at tight end, Johnny Butt Stuff. Butt Stuff. Oh, wait, no, I need to do that like uh, like an announcer. Here we go. And now, batting for the Houston Astros, Johnny Butt Stuff. Butt Stuff. Well, Buttstuff's had a pretty good year out there for the Astros, but he seems awfully distracted. There's a large man in the crowd that's constantly yelling at him. It sounds like he's saying things in Vietnamese. I think he's mocking him for being Asian. And now he's being escorted off by security. Oh, I hope this doesn't upset Buttstuff's game. And here's the pitch. Buttstuff's going to go yard. That's a home run for Buttstuff. Enough butt stuff. Weird stuff. Butt stuff. I love saying butt stuff. It's one of those things. You know how I say I love the word gobble. Butt stuff. I can never get tired of saying it. Uh, so I said I have another trailer. Uh, I guess we shouldn't dilly-dally any longer, huh? This is, I say this every time, you know, super-duper fat guy loves cake exclusive. And it's true. You won't hear it anywhere else. But this is big this is the mother of all reboots johnny depp amber heard in poltergeist a reboot of poltergeist it's a different take but uh i think you're gonna like it i already heard the trailer and i love it let's check it out 
They lived in a house. A house like any other house. You are just going to love it here. Yes, it is a lovely home. Carol Ann and I have needed a new surrounding since her mother Amber died. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, she had a bit of a gastrointestinal problem. Oh, that's terrible. Daddy, I'm going to watch TV. Yes, Caroline, that's fine. Here are the keys. If you need anything, don't hesitate to call. They're here. Who's here, Caroline? The TV lady. It can't be. Come on, get away from the TV. Johnny thought he was starting a new life, and the hell from before was over. Little did he know, it was just getting started. <laughs> Come on. I've got her inside the TV, Johnny. Why don't you come and get up? Mr. Damp. This house is haunted by an unspeakable evil that needs to come to rest. We can get Carol Ann back, but you'll have to do exactly as I say. What are we going to do? We've got to bring her over from the other side. You must reach into the spirit world. Come and get it, Johnny! Entrance to the spirit world is in the asshole! Oh, God! Oh, Caroline, I'm coming. It's so gross! That's right, Johnny! Reach in and pull her out! I'll banish you from this house. I'll be back today. Oh, Caroline. Oh, Daddy. This house is clear. Poltergeist. Don't forget to check the bedroom. Be sheets. You guys remember Poltergeist? Uh, the second one had that creepy fucking preacher guy. Anybody remember that? If you have seen that movie, let me go ahead and haunt your fucking nightmares even more by remembering him. There was no makeup on that dude. If you Google pictures of him, he's deceased now. Rest in peace. But And he was a real sweet man, but there's no makeup involved. That dude looked like... Remember in Raiders of the Lost Ark when that fucking guy gets his face melted off by the Ark? That's how he looked alive. Poor man. But, you know, he made a career out of it. I think he was in like a shitload of horror movies. But, man, him being the preacher in Poltergeist 2 as a child, and when I saw that, that fucked me up. Hell, the first Poltergeist, man, I couldn't swim for years after Poltergeist when those fucking skeletons come up in that muddy pool. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a scene in Poltergeist where the wife falls into the pool. They got a pool, 
it's not finished, okay? So there's no concrete. So it's a big square dugout piece of earth, all right? It's, it's perfectly rectangular, just waiting to have concrete poured in it. And it's been raining, so it's full. And it's, and it, it's raining during the scene. She falls into the pool, and then out of nowhere, like a dozen skeletons float up to the surface. You can't see through the water because it's dirt, you know? It's muddy water. So she's screaming, and she's thrashing around, and then fucking 12 skeletons pop up. I couldn't swim. Actually, it was more so I couldn't go into a lake or a pond or the ocean for so long because of that scene. And fast forward 30 years later, I find out, and this is the truth, I find out that the skeletons in the pool were real. They were fucking real skeletons. Steven Spielberg said that it cost... Steven Spielberg said that it cost less to get real bones than to buy fake ones and have them made up to look like real ones. And the actress in the movie did not know that. She had no idea that she was literally in a pool with a dozen people's fucking remains. So, uh, how do you feel about swimming in the muddy water now, folks? <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh-uh. No, thank you. You know, one, one quick note while I'm thinking about it. Is there is there really such a thing as an animal expert? You know when you see these people come on TV and they go, oh, this is animal expert, blah, blah, John Smith, and he comes out with like a fucking hawk on his arm, you know, and he's got like buckets full of snakes and all kinds of shit that's dangerous to human beings, okay? Is there really such a thing as an animal expert, or is this just a man who hasn't been killed yet by the things he plays with? Because at some point... Every animal handler gets bit by a snake or his head caught in an alligator's mouth or stung by a stingray or eaten by a fucking shark. And they're supposedly experts. Like, how can you be an expert? Animals are no different than human beings. We're genetically predisposed to be either violent or peaceful or whatever, okay? So when you can't be like, well, I know how to talk to sharks. Might. Let me talk to this shark here. See, you just got to pet him right here on the nose. They all like, ah, crikey! You know, the last 10 sharks he did that with all liked it. But then this one, this one was born homicidal. This 11th one happens to be homicidal and a stalker. He's been kicked out of the shark community. You can't know that. You can't know that an animal's not going to lose its shit. I guarantee you, man, they're like hawks, you know, and they're trained and they love their owners or you think they love you and they're sitting on your arm and you're, you know, you put that fucking helmet on him, right? Where he's blind, that little leather football helmet that covers his eyes. And you know, in whatever language a hawk thinks in that he's like, one more fucking time, motherfucker. Just put that helmet on me one more fucking time. I'm taking an eye out. And he could. I don't think anyone grasps the concept of just how fucking dangerous birds are. Hawks, bald eagles. Google it right now. Like a human hand next to a bald eagle's talons. Okay? The bald eagle's foot is like twice the size of a human hand. That's why they pick up dogs and fly away with them. And you're going to come on David Letterman and be like, Oh, he trusts me. Oh, I've been raising him since he was a little chick. He loves it. Ah, me eye. Me eye. Oh, crikey. No worries, mate. No worries. 
Happy Wednesday, everybody. That's the end of the show. Fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com is how you can reach me. I love to hear from people. Numbers keep on growing. So I'm so happy to have all the new listeners. Tell your friends, share the show, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and everybody, please be nice. I will see you on Friday. Sing about the groove. Sing it. The groove is in the heart.